This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Jeffy for a second there. That's that's us. It's Pat and Stu. Triple eight seven two seven Beck eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Are we having fun today? One of those days, Pat. We're, we're having fun. One of those days. It's been a fun, fun day, and it will, I think, continue to be one. Actually. Uh, well, I mean, we are on a conservative network uh, with the president who voted for Hillary Clinton, who's voting yeah. for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Maybe we've already voted. Loves no, no. Loves Early her. voting, maybe. In fact, he's trying to sleep with her. Yeah. He loves her that much. He, he said it I in heard, the post. Yeah. Actually, I was on a bus with him one time. He said yeah. he would walk up to Hillary and grab her. In the, well, I won't go into the whole details, but that's what he said about her. He's always been that way. He's always her. been like that. Always been this that way. This is Glenn Beck. Okay. I think you know him. I think you know his record. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, uh, he is a huge Hillary guy. Oh, I've uh, been supporting her forever from no. day one, from day one. I mean, 19. I remember because I, I was there in 1991 when the Clintons came along and he said, man, Pat, you know who I love is this uh, Hillary chick, yeah. the, the wife of Bill. Yeah, I love him, but she's even better. And one day I will be voting for her for president and trying to sleep with her. Yep. Uh, that's true. And direct. Uh, quote. direct quote. By the way, that that quote, what you just said, is just, just popped up on Breitbart. Uh, Glenn Beck. 1991, uh, exposed tape. I will sleep with Hillary. Um, you know, this is, it's so ridiculous. I mean, I, you know, look, as you pointed out in the break, um, Glenn likes to kick the hornet's nest. Mm-hmm. Um, he likes to. Yeah, because uh, you know how up. you answer that question from your daughter? It, it's really not difficult. Okay, how would you do it? Hey, well, it okay, hey, go ahead. Daddy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Daddy? Honey. Um. Oh, what if we vote for Hillary? Um, Would you consider that? I I really wouldn't because you said you consider a lot of things. Yeah. Well, I've considered her for 35 years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, about 20. Okay, 25 years. Mm -hmm. And she's a corrupt Marxist. And but, there's no chance I would ever vote for a corrupt Marxist in the you, United what, States of America. So are you considering Hillary? No. Okay. And then it's over. And then it's over. Yeah, I mean, you look, know, he's, that's he did how an you answer the question. The way this all started was he did an interview with Vice, uh, the news network. Uh, they have a news <laughs> channel, I guess, now, too. Uh-huh. But they also have a show on HBO. The debut episode of their new nightly news program was last night. Mm-hmm. Um, and Glenn was the lead story of this uh, debut. I mean, it was kind of a, a big deal. Yeah. 
Um, and they spent a lot of money and took beautiful shots of his ranch and brought people out to, to Idaho. And I mean, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so in the midst of that conversation, they said, um, you know, you're never going to vote for Trump. Did you ever con- vote, consider voting for Hillary? And he stopped and he said, oh, I mean, I considered it, but, you know, I can never do it. And, uh, you know, I'm going to vote for the Constitution Party guy. That was the gist of the conversation. I don't think we have it here. Do we have it here by any chance, guys, that video? So the story, of course, but is no. So he considered voting for Hillary. So he considered, And that's how Vice kind of tweeted out there. Like, and then back Breitbart and say, reports he is endorsing Hillary. Right, because they're obviously liars. Then I mean, CNN I, says that he's, he's voting for Hillary because she's the moral and ethical choice. Right. So uh, He's never all, said anything no, like that. What he said in the Come Facebook on. page, but basically, I mean, I don't have the quote in front of me, but it was basically like, look... I'm not going to vote for Trump. I'm going to make a moral and ethical choice. If that results in Hillary getting uh, getting elected, well, fine. Um, that didn't you know, mean he was going to vote for her. He was voting for her, or he thought she was moral <sighs> or ethical. Man. He said, if the results of my moral choice is something distasteful, yeah. I can't control that. Right. Um, and, of course, it, by the way, won't be the result. Uh, if Donald Trump loses Texas, it's not because Glenn Beck didn't vote for him. It's because he's a disaster. If, I mean, he was, and he's not going to win. I mean, all in te- all indications are he might not win by double digits of Texas, but he's still going to win Texas anyway. I mean, this is such a ridiculous mm-hmm. bunch of nonsense. Um, but what he, I think, you know, we, and we've had these conversations before, um, where people will say we've had guests on before that are you know never Trump style conservatives, and most of them will say I'm going to vote for third party, I'm going to write somebody in. But there's a few of them that say, look, honestly. Trump is so bad, I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton. I don't like Hillary Clinton. I don't want her to win, but I just don't want him to win. So and Glenn essentially got that pitch uh, from his, his daughter saying, like, look, I, you know, mm-hmm. shouldn't we at least think about this? Not saying that there's a case, but here's the case that's been made to us over and over again. Let me give you let me give you the I'll pre- let me present this to you. and we'll, we'll, we'll tell you how we reacted to it. Number one, this is a binary election. OK, you shouldn't waste your vote. Uh, it has to be Hillary or Trump. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. A lot of people have made that on the pro-Trump side. Um, and for these people, it, the, our answer was uh, actually, it's, okay, fine. If I have to vote for one of those, I'm voting for Hillary. So that doesn't always work with people. Number two, every election is about the lesser of two evils. Okay, the lesser of two evils in this election is actually Hillary. You might not agree with it, but this is the case that's been made. Number three, we survived Obama. Uh, and if anything, Hillary is probably slightly less ideological than Obama. It will be ugly, but we'll make it through it. Okay. Uh, number four, as PGA works, I've quoted this one before. Hillary is wrong about everything, but at least she's wrong within normal parameters. Okay. Trump, obviously, mm-hmm. is extreme on both sides. Number five, the downside of Trump is worse than the downside of Hillary. She's a terrible, corrupt progressive. Uh, so is he. But his downside is like megalomaniacal dictator. Uh, and mm-hmm. uh, she is not going to be that. And uh, the risk of the real downside, and this is what Brad Thor pointed out initially when he was um, uh, on the show with us, the risk of him turning into a dictator, while still not, you know, it's not above you know, 50% by any means, but there's a risk there. And that risk is not worth the occasional, very occasional Republican bill that might get passed. Okay. Number six, he knows nothing about the Constitution. If he's in office, no one will be there to oppose him when he ignores it. Okay. Number seven, Hillary will have a Republican opposition. 
When Trump proposes something liberal, he will have Democrats agreeing with him and Republicans will be too spineless to oppose it. Again, Trump will never get anything conservative passed because he's not he's not good at this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, look at the Republicans, which it looks like we you know there might not be a, even a majority in this in the Senate. Maybe it will stay in the House. But if he gets elected, uh, she'll have an opposition. He won't. At least for the liberal stuff, and that's going to be problematic. Number eight, if Trump is elected, conservatism will get the blame for everything he does, and it's going to be destroyed for a generation. Number nine, we are on the verge of economic collapse. You don't want conservatism blamed for that. Mm -hmm. Again. And finally, if Hillary wins, we're four years away from potentially running a constitutionalist. If Trump wins, we're at least eight years away. That's basically roughly the argument that we've heard how many times from people saying, look, you know, I am totally against Trump. I'm totally against Hillary. But in this case, I'd rather have Hillary in there. Now, what we have done with that information is, you know, because I mean, like a lot of these people are people we respect. They're smart. Some of them you've seen on the Mm -hmm. air. Uh, They came to a different conclusion, however, than I did. I listened to their case. I just rejected it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's the same thing with Glenn. Same thing with Pat. And Jeffy said spoons. And then he said milk. Um, and so I don't know exactly what that had to do with the conversation, but we're all kind of in the same place. And that I, we've all come to a conclusion that we're going to vote for a third party. Um, uh, I think, uh, Jeffy, you're on that bandwagon, right? I, I am. Okay. I, I find my, I told you, I watched the debate and I find myself thinking, you know, yeah, well, you know what? Maybe I could do Trump. And then it's like, no, I can't. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's, he's good at talking people out of it. So that leaves us with what third party to uh, select. Glenn indicated, I would say, Passive uh, support for Daryl Castle. Uh, barely knows his name. Barely, barely knows his name. But mm-hmm. uh, but you know, fact, he's voted for a Constitution Party candidate previously. Um, I remember because it was uh, against Arlen Specter uh, oh. in Pennsylvania. He voted for the Constitution. Yeah, Party. I have to in you know local or state elections. Yeah, um, and uh, you know I, I've considered Gary Johnson. I've considered Daryl Castle. I've considered Evan McMullen. They're all. Sir, I still have not made my final choice up. Um, I liked it, what I heard from Evan I considered yesterday. Gary Johnson until he opened his mouth. Yeah, that was And a then problem. it was over. It's a big problem for <laughs> it was him, over. was the mouth opening. Yeah. Um, he, should, he should keep it closed and never say where he stands on anything. It'd be better for him. Just to be known as a libertarian would be right. better than him opening his mouth and expressing that he's not. I mean, generic libertarian is at 20% in this election right now. I think so. Um, uh, I, uh, and in the debates. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, Austin, and a good libertarian... I mean, you bring again, up Austin Peterson, Austin um, Peterson, uh, who's young, or, or Rand Paul, or you know, some um, yeah, really Rand powerful Paul's. would be Rand Paul. Yeah. Had he not, let's say he didn't run in the Republican uh, primary, and then he jumped in as the Libertarian nominee with a clean slate, he might he might be at thirty percent. Yeah, he might be winning this election. He might. He might. He might win the whole thing. He may yeah. have won. That's a long shot. Um, I mean, I think you could argue before any of this played out that he may have had a better shot of winning if he had did the path that he took, um, because you wouldn't know that Trump was going to be the nominee. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if Jeb Bush is the nominee, even though I'm not a Jeb Bush fan and would not vote, I'd probably vote for Ron, Rand Paul in this scenario. I definitely would. Um, he would have a tough time defeating a normal Republican here. The reason yeah, why there's this yeah. opening is because Trump is so bad. Um, but. <laughs> Uh, what's this, uh, you know, uh, Gary Johnson, again, if he's just a generic libertarian, he's probably double or triple his numbers right now. Um, and we're going to ha- hopefully have him on or um, Bill Weld is supposedly uh, potentially going to come on as well. I, mean, I, I heard he was coming down. Maybe. I don't actually. know. We're, we're trying to so figure we'll, that out. We'll see. My, I have a uh, thing I'm doing this week on The Wonderful World of Sue. My monologue is my last ditch uh, opportunity uh, to uh, see. This is the final show of the season? 
I'm smiling. This is the final show. Of the Every season. time I mention my show, Jeffy acts like it's the worst thing any human being has ever done uh, to promote my own product. Uh, but yes, we're at the Wonderful World of Two airs on Friday nights here. My monologue this week is is conservative questions uh, for Gary Johnson. I'm a libertarian leaning conservative. Uh, I consider myself much more libertarian these days uh, than Republican. Uh-huh. I mean, it's not even close. Is this the promo? Or? Um, so, hey, I got to hate you so much. Um, but we're going to submit these questions to his campaign. I want to see if he's going to answer them. And I think if he's taking the conservative vote seriously, he will. Because these are the big humps um, that conservatives have issues with. You know, because there's three different kinds of problems you have with Barry Johnson. One is, uh, you know, hey, a normal libertarian problem for a conservative. Libertarians are different than conservatives in many ways, and that's why they have different be. words to describe them, right? I mean, mm-hmm. like, if we were, if we agree with everything a libertarian would be, we'd be a libertarian and we wouldn't have to worry about these things. But we're trying to get in the boat, so I understand those problems, and I'm not gonna, I'm not even gonna address those, because there's some that, that exist in the libertarian platform that I just disagree with. And I understand that problem getting in. That's not the issue I have with Johnson. Mm-hmm. Also, there are lots of things that Johnson supports, the libertarian support, that I like. And so that's not really worth, uh, you know, parsing out either. Those things are obvious. The issue I have with Johnson is these things that he's violating what I understand as libertarian uh, orthodoxy and instead going to the liberal side. I mean, you know, marriage is an interesting uh, example of this. Uh, You know, uh, my position on marriage is the libertarian position on marriage. I want the government out of it. Gary Johnson's position on marriage seems to be, unless I'm misunderstanding it, just the, Demo- the straight-out Democrat position, which is, you know, yeah, of course, obviously everyone, you know, marriage equality, but not equal for everybody, just equal for the groups that we've currently selected, and the federal government should be involved in that process. And his excuse is, well, look, you know, it's bureaucracy, and it would be a hassle to change the rules because a lot of them mention marriage. It's like, you adopt that strategy, you, it, it basically nullifies all libertarian thought. Everything that libertarians want to do is a bureaucracy nightmare because there's lots of things in place they want to get rid of. I mean, you can't do you can't do anything as a libertarian without that. And so, you know, th- those types of questions, we're not only going to do the monologue on, on Friday, but also submit the questions to the campaign. And hopefully, I think there's a good chance they might answer them. God, I hate Jeffy so much right now. I can't even I, just, I can't even describe I, I, it. I, I, I can't even describe <laughs> it. You think normally I hate Jeffy? I hate him so much more. Than you than you imagine. They were I mean, like, hey, are was, you guys kidding? When you no, we're not kidding ever. I mean, we it's might have just real. we might as well just ran the segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a lot of questions, Jeffy. So we couldn't. That was only one little one. <laughs> um, so I don't know. Like when we looked at those questions, those arguments, and some of them have some validity to them. I think you can make the argument that you know, mm-hmm. hey, if Hillary wins, she's going to be a terrible liberal. We might have financial issues, and then in four years we can run Mike Lee as president and win. And so we're four years away from that. If Donald Trump wins, in four years, Donald Trump's going to be the candidate. And then four years after that, after well, eight you years... You could primary him. You could. You could. And if but he's I mean, been a crappy work, president, he could lose. And, and you might win with a conservative. Again, I didn't it's say there, it's, a, it's an infallible argument. I said, I said there's some validity to it. I mean, the, the usually no, sitting president... No validity lose. whatsoever. No. My point is, usually... <laughs> I mean, it's possible. But I mean, when's the last mm. time it happened? I don't know. Right. I'd I mean, Barack Obama won. I'd have to look. Won. George okay. Bush won. I, it might have been 1976 uh, with uh, our buddy Ronald Reagan uh, running against uh, yeah, General but I, Ford. I, but he didn't win. No, I know. Right. I mean, right. I, I, I even go, Ronald even Reagan, Ronald Reagan didn't, didn't win. So, so it is hard. It's yes. a real uphill battle. Only if, and you know. Ford was, 
a president at a crappy time. Yeah. And he wasn't a good president. Nobody, exactly. Nobody really thought he was... You know, he certainly didn't set conservatives' world on fire. And I think, yeah, look, he was not good. No, and, and think about who, what we have here. Mm. If Trump were to win this, right, he, in four years you might be able to primary him. You probably won't. Most likely, he'll be a president and probably lose re-election because I don't think he's going to be a good president. But let's say he is a good president with all of his liberal policies; those become uh, popular. So, now, four years you have Trump. He runs again and he wins again. Now you're eight years away. Mm-hmm. Um, then after that, who's going to run? Probably Pence, right? So, and Pence, well, right now you feel like he's a much better option than Trump. Let's be honest about it. The way he's bending and contorting himself in this campaign That's shows right. he's not a principled conservative. He's not. He's a, he's a leaning Republican-ish yes. conservative, but, and he's certainly much more conservative than Donald Trump. Sure. He's obviously not that principled if what, if what he's doing is what he's doing. We saw some of this in the RFRA battle in, in Indiana. So now you're eight years away. Most likely it's going to be Pence after that. It's probably 12 years at that point. And even if Pence doesn't decide to run or Trump doesn't decide to run, most likely there's going to be another big challenge from this nationalist side of things which has shown to have some legs, obviously, won the nomination, and has shown some legs with a terrible candidate. I mean, imagine if you had a competent nationalist. So who where are running we now? Right now? 2048? 2055? Yeah, I, right. You're at the point where you're running freaking... Uh, you, know who's, you know who the Republican nominee is? Ivanka. That's who it is. Yeah. It's Ivanka Trump. Or Chelsea. Or Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. And another freaking Clinton. Or, or, that, running mates. or that or that little baby Bush who everybody loves, who's like the Texas commissioner or something, land George manager. P? Yeah, George, yeah, George P. P or uh, Freddie Q or whatever he is. It's just it, it's another Bush and we need to get out the bushes. <laughs> my friend, my friend Jesse said it best when he said, get out the bushes. It's <laughs> very true. Um, so we're going to take a break here. And we are. We're, yeah, we're going to come right. back. On the and other then side. what's going to happen? Well, I'll tell you. That's All right. Why, that's why I do these things. All right. That's why we stop and we okay. tell people what's going on. It's Go like, ahead. So we're going to take a break them. from politics. We'll come back to it in a minute. But I want to take a break okay. because uh, my wife why? is freaked out by clowns. That's why. By clowns? Yes. They're scary. Is anyone else going through this? Like the, the, the scary crown phenom- no, clown phenomenon? I, no. I, I was pissed off that my kids were telling my wife about it. Right, because it freaks them out. Yes. You know, we had reports in our town. Oh, there's a, cl- a scary clown right. around All a, of a, a sudden, school. now because there was one in Virginia and one in Michigan or whatever, mm-hmm. Now there's going to be one in our backyard. Right. Well, there was got, one close. It doesn't necessarily mean that. There in was fact, one reported close no, to our there backyard. Was. Shut there up. There was. There was one reported. Shut up, yes. Jeffy. Shut up, Sue. True. <laughs> and, but the question is, A, where the hell did this come from? B, is any of this real? No. Like, is there actually? There might have been two creepy ones, and then everybody else is thinking, hey, that's really funny, and creepy clouds. I'm going to try that. Right, and that's, this is what on. we're going to, we have a guest on in just a moment to explain to us all the details on this, because okay. he's broken it down. Uh, we'll do that in just a second. But first, our uh, friends at My Patriot Supply, they got your back. If you're going to have, a, if, what if there's a clown apocalypse? Are you prepared for that? Are you prepared if clowns just start coming around around your neighborhood and killing all your animals and making it so you can't leave the house to go to the grocery store? Are you prepared for that, Pat? No, I'd because you're three denying times the week. problem. Happened three times last week in uh, four states. Three times in four states. Three times in four it's states. It's unbelievable mm-hmm. what happened. But and some of the people weren't prepared. But you can be. So uh, get a four-week emergency food supply for just ninety-nine bucks, less than a hundred dollars. You get a dollar back from your hundred-dollar bill, and the food lasts. Up to 25 years, even after you've opened it, yeah. it still lasts a year. Be prepared for a disaster or a clown attack right now. Right now. Go to my Patriot Supply, get a month worth of food, 
Only $99, 888-411-5290. Limit two per caller. Again, online with preparewiththeblaze.com mm-hmm. or call them, 888-411-5290. Do it now or the clowns will kill you. The experts at web.com want to build your business a successful website for free, just like we did for these current web.com customers. We've used and, and looked at other website designers, but there's nobody better than web.com. Web.com can build your website in as little as seven days free. Plus, we'll promote it on all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, and Bing. If after 30 days you're happy, we'll continue to provide promotion, hosting, support, and maintenance, all for one low monthly fee. If not, cancel and pay nothing. If you're in business today and you don't have a web presence, you won't be taken seriously. Call right now and you'll also get a free .com or .net domain name for your new website powered by VeriSign, the world's leading domain name provider. Call 800-490-1099 or go to web.com slash radio. That's 800-490-1099. No upfront charge for site build, after which ongoing fees apply. Rights to site are relinquished when canceled. Domain included during active service, after which fees apply. Triple back is the phone number. Uh, Jesse Walker joins us from Reason.com. Uh, Jesse, uh, I don't know what I would say your beat is exactly at Reason. Uh, Clowns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're, you're on clown beat. You're on clown beat right now. Right. Good. Uh, but I would say that every time there's a new media scare phenomenon, I go to Reason, and Jesse Walker has written the piece that makes <laughs> me think, oh, crap, this is a bunch of nonsense yet again. And I thank you for that. Well, well, you're welcome. It's very important work. Um, you have done this, I think, now you're on the clown beat, and you have us written about this. Walk us through what part of the clown thing is real, what isn't, what is the truth with all of this? All right, so basically, um, when I wrote this uh, this uh, post that you guys saw last week, I was sort of sorting the incidents into four categories. I now say there are five categories. Okay. But category number one is somebody, and it's usually a little kid or teenager, mm-hmm. uh, says, hey, I heard a clown lurking or a clown attacked me or something like that. No one finds the clown. They never resolve what happens, but what happened? But you know, no one but this kid saw it, and it probably didn't happen. So some lying little bastard. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, and I should say there have been clown scares in the past, never as big as this. But there's that, this has actually happened like every few years since at least the early '80s. Well, really? It, yeah, and it's almost always just schoolyard rumors, and a lot of it's like big <laughs> wow. kids trying to scare the little kids, you know. Um, so category number two, same as number one, except it does get resolved because the person who made the report confesses that he made it up. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Now, item number three, and this is something that you didn't have back in the 80s, um, after number one and number two have been going on for a while, someone puts a clown thread or a clown sighting or a photoshopped picture of a clown on Facebook, and uh, it spreads around, and, uh, you know, again, no clown actually shows up. <laughs> right, so again. Um, number four. Now, here we have, so number four, still, we have a clown show up. There's number absolutely four. no substance in the first three at all. Right. Okay. It's just people playing pranks or getting scared. It's a mixture, basically, of people being afraid and people having fun. So right. it's like Halloween, right? Mm-hmm. Number four, which is also like Halloween, is a prankster. Noting number one to three, decides it would be yes. fun to dress up as a clown and scare yes. people. <laughs> However, he might jump out, he might chase people around, he might even wave around a knife or something. 
but he does not do any of the things that the rumors were saying the clowns were going to do, like kidnap a kid, bring a kid into the woods or, the, or a van, molest a kid, shoot up a classroom full of kids. I mean, right. it is, it's basically, you know, pranksters, you know, enacting the story in number one through three. And now we've got number five, which there's just been a couple of cases, but, and it doesn't really have anything to do with the first four, except it's happening at the same time. Sometimes when a robber knocks over a store, the mask they pick is a clown mask. (laughs) This has happened many times before September and October of 2016. And I linked to some old stories of it happening. And there is this guy in Michigan, and there have actually been a few incidents in Michigan. It's probably the same guy because they, the reports say he's, quote-unquote, dressed as a clown. Well, no. He's dressed as a robber. He has on a hoodie. He has on dark pants. He's on a mask. He's dressed so that you will not be able to recognize him later. Um, and it's just he, ha- he maybe he's aware of this clown scare and thinks it would be funny. Maybe because... Clown costumes that are suddenly very popular this year. That was the easy mask to buy. Yeah. But he picked the clown mask. And there have been a couple other robberies, you know, uh, that I've seen since then that have gotten sort of roped into this because somebody picked a clown mask. And again, it's, uh, they may or may not be thinking of this scare, but they are robbers being robbers. It is not some sort of escalation wow. of, of the violence or some of the ways that some of the media reports have described it. Okay, so Jesse, there are no instances of actual creepy clowns lurking around forests trying to lure kids into the forest with candy and whatever? Why would they be in the forest? I don't know, but that's where they lurk. I don't know. I mean, have you seen any of these like, videos on YouTube? I mean, this is part of how you know right. that a lot of this is just kids having fun. Because yeah. it's kids or occasionally a grown-up. Um, you know, or theoretically, um, you know, I have a, a video where, I mean, I saw one where they're allegedly being attacked by the clown and they, because, you know, they're pretty young, they do not think that when you're swinging the um, camera around in your fight, you should make sure it doesn't pass your friend who's standing around looking bored. Three feet away. You know, it, 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 it's, there are, some of these uh, hoaxes are well done and some of them are obvious frauds, but you've got to just sort of approach this with basic skepticism. And, and the thing is, I see people saying, even people who are sort of dismissing this are still talking about the clowns, like it's a phenomenon. It's not clowns. There's people, there are people making up stories that they saw clowns. There are people getting spooked and thinking they saw clowns. And there are pranksters putting on clown masks. Yeah, and that is it. There are some clowns. Uh, there was one in particular in uh, in Southwest Florida who was you would you can pay him to come and scare people for you. Yeah. If yeah. you have someone uh, uh, wrinkles, wrinkles yeah. the clown. Wrinkles the clown. Yeah. Well, well th- this- I saw there was a um, a haunted house that every year part of their thing is there are you know creepy clowns as part of it. And they were thinking about not having the clowns this year. And then they said, no, we're going to do it. Nice. And then at the end of this news story, they said, it said, don't worry. They will know if there are any clown imposters among them. <laughs> that what does that mean? I, I go to a haunted house to be scared by clowns, and one of the clowns scaring me might be a real creepy clown. What does that even mean? You know? yes. <laughs> yes. That might even be here in, in uh, Dallas because... 
I know that our yeah. our Six Flags is their theme for Halloween is creepy clowns. Oh, is it really? Yeah, is, is that something they just did? Or something? yeah, this is it's a first year, and okay. and oh, wow. so uh, I think that they were kind of rethinking it, and and then decided, ah, what the hell, we're going to do Hopefully it. Hopefully, none of those will be imposters. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny, Jesse. Yeah. One of the fun offshoots of this story is now every local news story finds the 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 person who's been doing yes. clown charity work for the past thirty years. Yes. And is very disappointed that now people are scared of him when he walks down the street. It's just crushing. It's soul-crushing. In Western Maryland, just I, I live in Baltimore, so a, a couple hours away from me, um, there was a group of Shriner clowns who pulled out of a parade because it was a nighttime parade, and they were honestly <laughs> afraid that someone might take a shot at them if they showed up in their costume after dark. I, I that. think that's kind I, of I, a I legitimate concern yeah. now. I, I, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling them, saying they shouldn't have done it. I'm yeah. saying that is the, non- the level of nonsense we have. I, right? I would say there is far greater chance that this will all end with somebody shooting some poor clown right. and with some oh, clown yeah. actually kidnapping I, a I kid. I think that's true. And that's it's kind of disappointing that there's no actual creepy clowns. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a little disappointed now. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, first of all, I have to say, Jesse, I'm very happy that you drew attention to the wonderful documentary Quick Change uh, starring Bill Murray. Yeah. Movies uh, I, I forget love I, that movie. I, 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 don't, I, my th- I felt like I was the only one. Um, and I may be a great movie. Most, Every, everyone who's listening to this should rent Quick Change. It's a yes. Bill Murray movie from the early I'm 90s. Going to. Fantastic. It is really good. Um, but I noticed, too, that Stephen King had come out and <laughs> tweeted... Uh, you know, hey guys, remember clowns aren't really scary. It's like you're the reason, you're the reason. why we're all scared of clowns, and now you're de- you're the one defending the clowns. Well, I should say if we really want to have uh, go that direction, that we should also try to get a statement somehow from John Wayne Gacy, yeah. apologizing <laughs> right. for his role. Yeah. He played a big role in that. Yeah. I guess that's probably true right because yeah. he's the real creepy clown. It's yes. not, it's, yeah. you know, it's not these people hiding in the woods. Uh, the the uh, the story. You gotta go read it. We'll read, we'll tweet it out from, uh, at Pat and Stew and at World of Stew. Um, it is a, uh, a great story. And if your wife is like my wife and saw a report on Facebook and is freaked out that there's gonna be a clown walking it. through her neighborhood at any yeah. point, I, uh, send her this article. They're not gonna be in the backyard. Yeah, it's great. And if they are, it's not some creepy clown. It's just a clown on his way to a birthday party. It would be it. weird if they cut through your yard. It I will would. say that. Yeah, that, that, that is true. Uh, Jesse Walker from Reason.com. <laughs> thanks so much for coming on the program. Well, thanks for having me. All right, and we'll send that out from uh, from all the social all right. stuff because you need to see, you need to read this one because I don't. I, you got, do you ever get those things? I remember when we uh, I, was, I was on my uh, I think it was my honeymoon, and we were and this was a legitimate scare, uh, but my wife was obsessed with the with the. The, the DC sniper case, the one oh, where yes, the guy was shooting yes, his gun out of the, out of the back trunk of his car. Out of the back car. trunk of his car. At and she was stations. obsessed yes. with it to the point like she was freaking out when we would go to get gas. Mm. And I just yeah, remember. And you weren't in DC. And we weren't in DC, but you know, you didn't. Well, you it, still thought about it. I will, say, I will say this. Every time I you mean, walked Every the time gas, you got the gas, you, you did kind of. Because you realize yeah. how vulnerable you right. are. Right. And it, 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 it's an offshoot of something we've said before, which is. We all, without even thinking about it, trust everyone so we much. Sure do. I mean, you're driving down the street, or you're walking across the street, and the car slowing down to a stop, and you start in the crosswalk. The only reason you don't die in that scenario is because you're trusting the person for keeping their brakes on. Mm-hmm. And it really is essentially a function of the free market. We 
Uh, just like with food. We, sh- food, we trust every restaurant we go into that they're not poisoning us. There's right. no way mm-hmm. that the government can stop that from happening. We just trust people that they're good people, and they usually are. And that's typically the There's case. There's also, also some consequences, for, fortunately, if they do. If they do. Run you down in the crosswalk. Right. But it doesn't matter to you. you the, you're dead. Right. Yes. Right. Like, you know, yes, yes, there are consequences. There is a theoretical punishment mm-hmm. um, you know, if they happen to be caught or whatever, and they probably would be. And that does uh, is a deterrent. Deter. However, it's your it's essentially your trust for them believing in that deterrent. Yeah. Um, you know, and it's the same thing with clowns. Clowns can kill you at any moment. At any moment. At any moment. It and probably happen. will. It could happen. Uh, more patents too coming up if clowns don't get to us first, or you, for that matter. Clowns lives matter too. Let's no. dress up Jeffy as a clown and have him walk it through a, like a kindergarten, uh, you know, a playground and see what happens. See what happens. Uh, as the parents are picking the kids up. See what, let's see what happens. I think that'd be funny. Uh, yeah. Oh, restraining order. That's it. Hey, it's Pat and Stu. Triple eight seven two seven. Back. This is fun because uh, Ted Cruz, you know, he picked such a great time to uh, to jump in and support uh, Donald Trump. This it, is the worst part of this whole thing. It's brilliant, and uh, it was not. I mean, brilliant. It's he had it. He know this is going to happen. Brilliant. He didn't know. He should know because the character of the guy. You know, something's coming. I know. I just feel bad. Right. I, I feel bad for Ted. Because, no, I do too. I mean, look, he. Sh- you know, I, I obviously don't agree with his endorsement, but. Uh, yeah, you know, he has to do what he has to do. He has in a different role than us, and and we certainly you know explained that before. However, if he had just waited two more days, if he waited two more freaking days, you would have had that. I think it was two or three days, whatever it was. You would have had that uh, that first debate performance, which uh, obviously did not go well for Trump. His poll started tanking yet again. Yeah. And then you know you would have had the tape, the Billy Bush thing. Uh-huh. And he probably never endorses. And he's probably the super mega hero of the conservative movement for the next God only knows how long. Right. Instead, he endorses him. And now, I mean, he caved. Like, you know, and, and it's like, he begged you know, him not to. I don't know. Oh, well, um, what are you going to do? Uh, can we Sucks. debunk? Can we debunk something right now? Yes. On behalf of Donald Trump. Supposedly, uh, his daughter rejected a kiss. From him after the debate, Wait, we're debunking on the cheek. This? We're debunking it. Yeah. Oh, I don't want to debunk it. I love it. No, I know it's it's wonderful. His daughter refused However, to kiss him. It just didn't happen. Here's here's the video. Take a look at oh, this is pretty compelling Tiffany video. Trump refusing to to allow her father. Oh, get away from me! Get away! That's not what happened. Watch again and watch Donald reach for and start shaking someone's hand. Here it comes. Uh, okay, here she comes into the picture. Uh, he just shook someone's hand, and then he comes and says hi to her, and she rubs his arm. Wow, Tiffany! He wasn't would, trying uh, to Tiffany kiss would her. Not even kiss him. Watch it again. Watch it again. Because he's not trying to kiss her, and she's not trying to kiss him. He's leaning over to shake a guy's hand. Here it comes. Ah! Oh, look at yeah. that! Tiffany would not even kiss him. Look at that. Here's what I'll say. On the Pat Bunk debunking train, I'll give you a, 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 I'll give you a half true. No, no, no. Now, <laughs> that is one hundred percent true. First of all, one hundred percent. I have learned from Breitbart. I want to believe it's therefore it's true. Okay. okay. I want to believe it. Yeah. Therefore it's true. That's the standard. Uh, I will say that um, it does look like 
Because uh, you're right, he's not yeah. coming in for a kiss. Uh-uh. However, she does seem to... It's possible she thinks he is, he, and she does lean back awkwardly. Uh, no, I think he's leaning, and she's getting out of the way because his she's, head. She's they no, almost bang heads. No, no. She's watch no, it. She's watch it again. Near. Let's watch it again. She's let's, nowhere near his head. There, let's let it play. She's and a foot in front of him. She here. Here he comes. He extends her hand. She gets oh, out of the way. She turns. She, just she turns gets out look. of the way and she looks at who he's shaking hands with. I will say this in defense of. Uh, of I don't. Uh, you know, I can't stand the guy. But that, that's not what it's being portrayed Look, as. First of all, uh, it's true. Uh, it's 100% true, and Glenn is voting for Hillary, number one. Number two, Clearly. I will say it looks, it appears to me, and I mean this honestly mm-hmm. at some mm-hmm. level, and not that this means anything, um, but it appears to me that she thinks he's coming in for a kiss, and she pulls away. Now, it doesn't seem like he's going for a kiss, but no. she does pull away awkwardly, and then twice. She I, think twice. She's, I think she's getting out of the way of him yeah, shaking so hands with somebody, because he's clearly reaching for someone. you're right, Pat. Now, yeah. Shut up, He's Jeffy. reaching for someone. This is the first someone. conspiracy theory Jeffrey has ever not believed. <laughs> well, this, uh, are you kidding me that with a great shot of the Trump mafia family there after they stop it? Watch. Let's, see, see, it one, right let's see it one more time. One more time. Uh, here we go. Because here comes uh, Donald Trump in, because she pulls back twice. I honestly think she's he. She thinks he's going for it. I don't think so. And then and he she blows not, it at all. And, and no, he, he was. I don't think he was going for it. I think she misinterprets what he's doing, and but she does not want it to occur. I will say there's something weird uh, with her as opposed to Ivanka because oh, and the other two. Kids. She seems yeah. to be the forgotten yeah. person. He in, thanks in the other three all the time and not all her. the time. He never mentions her. Well, Marla, that's a Marla's kid. So that was the, f- the only one from the Marla relationship. That's and, why. And she doesn't, he doesn't like Marla. Marla doesn't like him. Um, and uh, there are reports oh, that man. Marla's complained about the way he parented her as well. Uh, and that they've only recently kind of come back together a little bit. Well, it's because she needs the money to travel the world. Perhaps. I mean, because I, I remember one of the big stories as Trump was running was, Did you know Trump has another daughter? Here's nine pictures. You won't believe number seven. It was like a lot of those stories All were the like Instagram yeah. shots. I yeah. saw that a million times. Oh god, that story was everywhere for a while. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, even as someone who follows, uh, you know, obviously politics a lot, I did, you know, I knew about Ivanka. Obviously, I knew about Eric and Donald Jr. I didn't know about Tiffany. I, yeah. I mean, I probably heard it, and I even knew about Baron. Well, it explains a lot that she's Marla's uh, daughter. Uh, that if I, he, know, that she he no wonder she's persona non grata. He he doesn't want anything to do with her. I'll bet. I'll bet. I mean, Marla is threatening all kinds of revelations about him, uh, 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 supposedly lawsuits. Uh, he must hate Marla's guts right now because she's not playing along like Ivana is. Ivana's playing along. Uh, and there's there's Tiffany. Lovely, lovely, lovely little Tiffany, Tiffany right there. Um, I like this story a lot um, for multiple reasons. Um the Taj Mahal has closed its doors for 26, year, uh, 26 years after Trump opened it. The Trump Taj Mahal. And so there's a couple of things that are really interesting to me about this story. Um, and uh, I don't have, let me get the whole thing here as we do this. Um, but um, first of all, it very closely, the life of the Taj Mahal closely mirrors my, the life of my fandom for Donald Trump. Yeah. Because when the oh. Taj Mahal opened, it was like the peak of my teenage Trump fandom. That was I the peak of Trump right then, too. It was. Probably was the peak of Trump. I mean, I guess he's about to, he might be president of the United States, I, so maybe now is the peak of Trump, <laughs> or maybe the apprentice is. But that was when he really burst yeah. onto the scene. He was the man back yes. then. I mean, everyone thought he had the golden touch. Anything he did would, would turn to gold. And I mean, he lost a fortune on this thing, and he's not even involved in it now. But 
from a timeline perspective, it's interesting. I was a huge fan when the Trump Taj Mahal was huge, and mm-hmm. now it finally closes its door a couple of weeks before the election. From that perspective, even though Trump has nothing to do with it now, I, it's kind of personally interesting. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, and I don't have this part in front of me here, Pat, so we might need to talk for a second, but um, the arguments from the unions in this article are what are really interesting. They basically are like, we finally did it. We stood up to the man. We held the line for the unions. We wouldn't let them cut our benefits. We held the line. Where the hell did that get you? It got the place closed and now you're out of work. Unemployed. The unions, in their win, got Mm -hmm. you a closed building that you could no longer enter. How is that a win for your employees? How is that a win? How? And they're all cheering it on in the article. It's like, oh, this is amazing. We had, uh, you know, we held the line. I've been working here for 20 years. And we're not going to let them have, abuse us any longer. Well, yeah, they're not abusing you any longer. You can't even go in the building. You can't even go to gamble. It's just closed. <laughs> no one can enjoy it. They can't make, and they were losing money anyway, a fortune on the place. Um, and they, w- one month after the strikes happened, uh, Carl Icahn, who's the guy who now owned it, stepped in and said, you know what? Shutter the place. We're done. We can't, I mean, there's no path to profitability here. Let's just end it. So all it was, I don't know, thousand, uh, what was the total number? Uh, 3,000 workers lost their jobs. What a union win! I mean, that's... That's amazing. Madness. Yeah, I wish... Uh, if I can... It's, it's, okay, so that brings the total jobs lost by Atlantic City Casinos now to 11,000 in the last two years. 11,000 people. And it's probably in large part due to unions. Oh, yeah. Because, I mean, look, partially it's the economic downturn of 2008. That was a big part of it. The other part of it was um, nearby areas have approved gaming. So now there's a casino near New York City. Now there's a casino near Philadelphia. There's other casinos in Pennsylvania. It's become easier to gamble at casinos, so why drive all the way to Atlantic City? It's, mm-hmm. I mean, Atlantic City is not like Vegas. It's a pit. Right. Vegas is like you go to Vegas because you can't get what you can get in Vegas in other places. Yeah. Um, you know, walking in and sitting down at a, well, Jeff, some of the things Jeff yeah, enjoys you, you, get you, you can things. get. You can get if you go to Craigslist, but there's mostly, um, you know, you, it's an experience. There's huge shows. I mean, you can't go to Atlantic City unless it's a very special occasion and see Penn and Teller every night performing. You can't go and see the biggest show. I mean, Britney Spears has got a show every night. If you like Britney Spears, you're not getting it in Atlantic City. Um, the surrounding areas of Atlantic City are nah, not nice. You can get, you can get it, Britney Spears in Atlantic City. No, you cannot. No, you cannot. Yes, you can. Very Come rarely. On. When she goes well, on tour, you I, might be able to. First of all, yeah. the lady that Come calls on. herself Britney Spears in Atlantic City isn't her. <laughs> You've ordered her before. You do, it is not her. Um, uh, this is, uh, it's not like Britney Spears is highbrow entertainment. You know. Are you kidding me? She's, a, <laughs> she's like sixty million dollars a year. I know it's embarrassing. I know, but what it's I'm saying is, if you like that sort of stuff, the big performers are there. Mariah Carey yeah, doing she's, a show there. In Vegas. Jennifer Lopez is doing a show there. Um, is she really? Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lopez. Yeah. What is she doing? She makes J-Lo. thirty million dollars a year too. Album out to she was hosting. What was it? The View, the the Voice, or one of those shows? No, uh, American, uh, American Idol. Idol. Yeah, she was doing that for a while. She was actually good on American Idol. Really, I liked her on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was good. Listen to these quotes, though, from the union members. Uh, Picketers affixed an uh, anti-Carl Icahn poster that they had signed to the casino's main boardwalk entrance door. It proclaimed, we held the line. Congratulations. Yeah, we held the line against a billionaire Mm. taking from us, Mark Satina, a food service worker at the Taj Mahal's Players Club since shortly after it opened in 1990. This battle has been going on for two years. Yet you lost it. There's no casino to work at anymore. What do you mean you, you stopped a billionaire from taking us from you? At least you had an, uh, an income. 
Now the billionaire is paying you nothing because the place is closed. I, I, I don't even understand that. No. Um, let's see. Uh, they did ask Trump about it, by the way. Um, uh, I felt they should have been able to make a deal. So the, uh, Trump told the Associated Press, it's hard to believe they weren't be able to make a deal. Because obviously when you have two sentences, both sentences have to say the exact same combination of words. Always for him. think of another Always. sentence to say. Um, uh, I was there when the Dugarts opened. I'll be there when they close. This is one of the uh, Chuck Baker, a cook at the Taj Mahal. Um, this didn't have to happen. It's all just business. But to us, destroying our livelihoods and our families, you take away our health care, our pensions and overload the workers. We just can't take it. Are they overloading you with no salary? Yes, they, they, if they took away your health care benefits, because, by the way, this guy was obviously, uh, sh- you know, shedding money like mad. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, what does this get you? Yes, you would have lost some of your health care benefits, of course. However, you would have had a job. And, and the point of the unions always is, the implication of the unions is always, look, these guys got so much money, they're making money, they just wanna, they're just greedy, and they want to make more of it. If we, go, if, we, if, uh, if we hold the line, they're going to eventually have to cave because they have so much extra money, they also have to give us some of their profits. Proven wrong here. The, damn, the guy closed the damn place. Right. Like, he, you, put, you gambled on that, and you lost. The guy closed it in your face, and none of you have jobs now. And they're still bragging about it. Now it's going to be the largest 7-Eleven in the world. By the way, 7-Eleven Taj Mahal. uh, Getting your health care benefits cut. Mm -hmm. Uh, You voted in the guy that brought you Obamacare. Yeah, I know. Uh, which so supposed to have. you should be covered. Yeah, sure. and by the way, the, uh, uh, which also had uh, the Cadillac tax, which would limit uh, your good health care benefits anyway, eventually. Last part, Bob McDivitt, p- uh, president of the union, said, everybody has their Popeye moment. That's all I can stand, and I can't stand no more. The workers made a choice that they weren't going to accept benefits in terms of employment worse than everyone else's. I applaud them. For the first time in 30 years, workers stood up to Carl Icahn and made him throw in the towel. Throwing in the towel means you have no jobs, you idiots. Like, what do you mean? You, uh, the workers made a choice. They weren't going to accept benefits and terms of employment worse than everyone else's. You have no terms of employment. You have nothing. It's all you're worse than everyone else because you have nothing. You, I mean, how stupid can these people be? Pathetic. But yeah, you won. Ce- celebrate. That's a union for you. Unbelievable. Triple eight seven twenty seven. Beck is the number. Back in a second. Sorry. Just no. So pissed off. And I, and I just don't like Jeffrey. We've talked about it before. He's on the show every day. I don't. There's no. When did we ever talk about it? I don't remember. You remember us discussing this? No. Yeah, you were saying how much you hated him, and you well, said yeah, he was. I mean, we've said that. Well, you but said he was uh, ever on the show. We said never said that on the show. Not on the show. No, we're okay. commercial. No, we can talk yeah. about this stuff. Uh, I'm just saying he's on. So the internet was a buzz. Was it now? Uh, with uh, one of the Alex Jones videos we've played here before. Oh. Um, now, if you kind of look behind Jeffy, you'll see that Jeffy looks exactly like Alex Jones. Look, uh, do, do, the do the pose for us, if you would. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's almost identical. Look at that. Uh, so we, maybe it's we should do close, a little, man. We should do a little best of Alex Jones today. Uh, some of the classics that you know some people have missed because you know, not, not, no, don't take your shirt off. 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 Keep it on. Keep it on. Keep it on. All right. Okay. Um, here, here, let's let's quick Alex quick about the frogs. Let's listen to the frogs. All right. Here we go. <laughs> I love the music. I was told by a genetic engineer. I was told by a genetic engineer. 
about a project they were on in England once, and I never told the story on air because it's so fantastical. So fantastical, like all the other stories are. Oh, God. So commonplace, did I tell you? They had in tanks people with gills and they were little babies, and they were in there just gulping, clawing at the sides. You see a turtle at the zoo, and it wants out, and you feel for it. <laughs> Humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. I mean, <laughs> that's incredible, man. Screwed, people. I mean, do you understand that? Humanoids and fish. That's not even the gay frogs. That's humanoids and fish. Right. Uh, that's very serious issue. We'll, we'll give you a little bit more. Okay. okay. Welcome back. Pat and Stu. Uh, Should we do some more Alex Jones before we do this? Yes, because yeah. that it, it was the uh, the fish people that we just heard, right? We didn't get a chance to really they discuss are, it. They are merging fish with human beings. <laughs> and they're in these aquariums. And you know how when you go to a zoo and you see a turtle? Personally, I don't see a lot of turtles at zoos. <laughs> <laughs> There's not to be. I mean, turtles aren't that cool to be in a zoo. <laughs> That's a good point. You don't see a lot of turtles. You don't see at turtles at zoos. You do, Jeffy. You do. Jeffy's you do? saying you do. Okay, you do see turtles <laughs> at zoos, and they, you see them in the tank, and they're gulping, and you feel bad for them. That's, <laughs> That's the human fish hybrid situation. <laughs> but I, I've never heard. Are, fit, are turtles don't they just swimming? Isn't that just swimming? Oh uh, yeah, because I've never felt bad for a turtle in water. <laughs> like they're, they're they're aquatic creatures. Turtles largely. are pretty well acclimated to the water. Yeah, right. Seems like it. So um, like, I don't think the zoo is drowning turtles. No, you know, like that would be counterproductive to their business. No. Yes. When you look at the side of the tank, it's not like you know five feet of just dead turtles stacked up because they all drown. No, that doesn't happen. Anyway, so let's watch that clip one more time. All right. a little taste. I love the music. <laughs> it's just so good. I was told by a genetic engineer. Yeah. About a project they were on in England once, and I never told the story on air because it's so fantastical. Oh, God. <laughs> they had on tanks people with gills, and they were little babies, and they were in there just gulping, clawing at the sides. You see a turtle at the zoo, and it wants out, and you feel for it. They got humanoids crossed with fish and stuff. I mean, we are screwed, people. I mean, do you understand that? I do not. I, I do not. That, uh, at no. least not from that perspective. No, no, I do not. Um, the humanoid uh, crossed with uh, fish. You're not. You're not moved by that. I gotta say, like, I, I don't. A, a generic engineer in London that he knows told him about that. But it just seems a little he too fantastic. Lie. Are you calling the genetic engineer in London that he knows a liar? I mean, not long ago, uh-huh. uh, we had a president of the United States. Yeah, told us that humans and fish could coexist. Oh my God, that's true. He he, he leaked it. 
He leaked, he leaked it. it. In fact, we're trying to merge them. <laughs> That's the part I didn't say. <laughs> um, so let's do uh, Alex Jones's pissed, um, because you really need to... Because this is, again, these are not the ones that were passed around yesterday. We'll get to that in a minute. Okay. Um, Alex Jones is pissed. Watch. Hello? <laughs> Fox is where MSNBC was two or three years ago. Now MSNBC is foam at the mouth deception. And it's so filled with hate of you and your family, they can't even control it. I will be, you know what? I will go to, I will go to hell before I sit here and I watch this country and the world turn for these savages. I'm done, I'm pissed, and I'm not putting up with it anymore. You, let me tell you something, you filthy traitors in the government, you pieces of crap. You are the most degenerate, <laughs> twisted, mentally ill people I've ever seen wanting to gang rape this republic. You people are enemies, and we're going to get your asses, and we know what you're up to, and we're coming for you. I just oh, hope you understand that. Now, crap. get back to what I was saying. We have, ladies and gentlemen, Let me ask a you new something. app that has a lot of great features. <laughs> Is that calculated? It sure feels I mean, does, he, does he plan... All right, here I'm gonna go off like sure, I'm absolutely like nuts, void, out of my mind, bat crap, crazy, and then I'm just gonna calmly go back into what we were talking about. Is that calculated? I don't know. Or, I, mean, I mean, or or is his mind? Does his mind work like that? He's just uh, nuts. Uh, yeah, but I think it's more nuts. I think there's a I I think there's a little calculation there. I mean, I guess you see like we've watched enough of these clips now. Like the one he um, yeah. when he lost his mind on the. I'm being trolled by WikiLeaks. Remember that one we played? Yeah. And he's like laughing. And I, I, I like every once Weird. in a while you see like maybe it's a little, but I think it's largely re- legitimate. And by the way, this is, a, you know, a, a, he's a buddy of Trump's. Mm-hmm. He has a, uh, he has a, he had him on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's uh, Breitbart runs his material all the time. Mm-hmm. Drudge glinks to him all the time. This is the circle. And that's a fairly, I mean, well, it's not new anymore. No. It's been about five years, yeah. I guess, but it was new in, in 2011, and we were, like, r- shocked and stunned. Yeah. The first time it happened, I'm like, Wait, this is a mistake? Does it, he not know yeah. who this guy is? Right. Oh, he knows. He knows. Right. That's uh, just who they are. I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a bunch of people lying. I will say this. was He, he, he uh, I'm going to forget it. Let's go to the next clip. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> peak Alex Jones. Watch. You'll never, <laughs> never defeat the human spirit. You'll never defeat God. You'll never win. Never. Never, ever. Never. And this is where we get tested. So rejoice to God Almighty for this animating contest of liberty. Ah! See, that's just weird. Uh, it's just psycho. It's just freaky psycho. Bad crap crazy. That one to me found, feels a little bit fake. Yeah. Like there yeah. are times the he scream seems, at the end. The times he seems to like scream to imitate some weird battle he's created in his head. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and like he's almost like acting out a warrior in this weird fake battle. He's I like how he tries. He tries to pull the uh, I can't say the bad words because I'm in church. But I'm so angry and so full of love at the same time, I'm going to now yell at you mm-hmm. and talk about going to hell and the fires of brimstone. It drives me. Mm-hmm. So you're saying, I forget it. 
Let's go to uh, the next one. This is the one that was uh, shared quite a bit. God, mm-hmm. it's, you know, sometimes the things you do, the things you do for others. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that. The things you do for others. You know? No, I, I no, don't know I what don't. you're talking about. Gals specifically with you. I think it's totally normal to have the RNC on national TV everywhere saying, we're going to take his delegates and ignore them and take states like Louisiana and give it to Ted Cruz and ignore the popular vote. Damn right. Damn right. Damn right that's liberal. And take Bernie Sanders' states he's been winning and give them to Hillary. They have the New York Daily News admit they're still in the election. That's liberal. I've got the moral authority. You and I say, we're going to arrest you. <laughs> we got power now. God, it's still going to be liberal. My God, it's so good right now. Hold on a minute. I'm feeling really powerful right now. Oh, you were going to submit to us. Our time of liberalism is here. You drink that fluoride. You take those vaccines. Donald Trump says vaccines might be dangerous because one of his kids got hurt. Ugh, shut up! You don't have free speech. You understand? Listen to me. I rule this country now. I'm liberal. Screw him. Ban his free speech right now. Ban it! Let me tell you what else you do. Yeah, you don't visit InfoWars Lifetime. He thinks that's a real treat for people. Number one new vitamin, mineral, fusion with the organic concentrated minerals, advanced multi-formula, better than anything out there. Uh. We've ever promoted or pushed. We've promoted some good stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I bet they have. They've promoted some good stuff. Uh, Oh, yeah. What's interesting about that is he (laughs) seems to think that people would want to purchase that item to make themselves like him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that is a That's weird It's like Jeffy stance. taking off his shirt and doing that. And then and, and us if thinking, I, yeah, this is going to turn you on and make you buy the product. No. No. He definitely thinks he looks good without a shirt on. Oh, my gosh. Highly questionable. Yeah, yeah, he thinks he's just giving us the treat of a lifetime. Yes. <laughs> it's <just laughs> like we're looking at the rock or something. Yeah. It's not quite like that, Alex. No. Uh, I mean. I, I don't know if you've seen yourself in the mirror, but mm. it's, it's not like that. I, I mean, it's not so. like this. No, he's not like that. No, he's I mean, not that, like that. No. 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 Clearly. To, to his credit. He's <laughs> not like that. He's not like that. All right. 888 back 888-727-BECK. Break and come back on the other side with uh, uh, a No, I think we could. I mean, we could do it here. We could do it right now. Okay. You Let's want to? It. Let's do it. Let's just go for it. Pendulette is a uh, is a very smart guy, what and you don't agree with him on everything. He goes into a little bit of politics here, um, yeah. which is uh, interesting. And this comes from the Wonderful World of Stew, which airs 8 p.m. on Fridays on this network. What? Is this on the show sheet? It is, Jeffy. All right, uh, but I think I like it. Uh, and he talks about uh, it goes into a bunch of stuff, uh, but I think interestingly gets kind of into politics and, and what he's thinking about this election. Let's look at it now. All right, fine. <laughs> Uh, yes. What's that? Uh, we're filming an interview with him because he's important. Hello, I'm important. He's important. Um, I just want to make sure it's not a documentary on, you know, how awful Sonic is. <laughs> yeah, that's good. They're they're protecting their product. It is a kind of amazing thing, though, because I, you know, there's things not to like about fast food, but I am a, I am a big fan, and maybe it's just because of habit. Uh, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Um, um, I will tell you this: it's important, which is what matters for health mm-hmm. is chronic. 
outliers don't matter at all. Okay. Which means every, I say every two weeks, but I'm lying. It's really every three or every month. Okay. Um, I have a day of retro eating, which means I just eat whatever I want. Really? My children like that. Like my daughter's birthday. She says, you know, dad, eat like a man. Uh, <laughs> uh, and I'll have a, you know, a steak and a souffle and some french fries and eat just normally. And I promised myself that when I started so I could go back and have all the foods I loved. And what's surprising to me is the fact that I don't look forward to that at all. I look at my calendar and go, oh, yeah, I've been a month and I haven't had my retro. Jeez, that's so today I almost said, well, I'll have a cheeseburger and french fries. And then, eh, be happy with water. Mm. That is really amazing. Um, what it means is... Um, friend of mine I haven't seen in 20 years invites me to his place in Vermont. Mm. Uh, he and his family are going to cook me a meal, and then he works at a sugar farm, so we're going to have sugar on snow, maple syrup, New England dinner. My diet is not mentioned. Right. I just go there and he's go there and do normally it. and naturally. And He says afterwards, how'd you lose all the weight? Then we talked about it. Hmm. But he said, what about this meal? I said, ah, you know you know that feeling of Thanksgiving? The other thing, we go, I'm not going to eat again for two days. <laughs> just don't do it. Just don't do it. Yeah. Except for the fact that eight minutes after Thanksgiving, you're eating leftovers because... Yeah, you, well, I'm not. Yeah, you're not. You're, you're I went out with my daughter. We had a huge meal. And the next day, I, I, I d did not eat. At all. It was not until two days later. It's incredible. Um, all right, and not because of penance. There was no sort of right. paying for my sins. I just didn't want it. I mean, that's the. I mean, that's when it becomes real, right? Yeah, that's when. Like, it's I mean, you know, you mentioned two years, but I mean, when you're at that point mentally, where it's just like, eh, whatever. I don't yeah, care. but pride goeth before the fall. We must be careful. Yes, yes. <laughs> good, good, great point. Um, all right, so let me let me change it to top uh, to politics sure. for a second. Sure. Um, uh, you. Uh, you hosted the Libertarian debate. I did. Which was great. It was really interesting. Watch aired on The Blaze. Yes, um, you did. Uh, so, a couple of questions for you. First of all, you're one of the, you know, America's greatest showmen, right? You, got, you, you host an incredibly popular and great show in Vegas. You've hosted all sorts of TV shows. Is there, an, is there a way to get some of that? into the Libertarian Party. Isn't that something that they need? It's, it's a question of do-re-mi mm -hmm. and where, where you're going to put the do-re-mi. And um, uh, I like to think, I, I like to think, and it's also, I think, true, that many, many, many Americans are about ideas. Yeah. And we now have, you know, if you told me this, I'm not, not well-trained in mathematics. Mm -hmm. But if you'd have told me 30 years ago, we're going to have the major two major candidates in this country are both going to have unapproval ratings over 60%. Amazing. I would say, well, well that's not mathematically possible. <laughs> and then someone smarter than me would have said, well, of course it is because there's this, 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 this. Yes, right. But I would have said, no, I don't know. You can't do that. Everybody would be running for president has to have more than 50% of the people liking them or they wouldn't be running for president. <laughs> it kind of does make sense. Turns out you can do that. Yes. Uh, but what that means is, you know, um, the libertarians have never polled higher than 1%. Mm -hmm. uh, they just polled over 10%. Now, if you told anybody in any political office in the world, you just added a zero to your polling numbers, yes. <laughs> they would have quite a party. So I think maybe <clears throat> wires are showing in the background, but Trump and Clinton are doing such a wonderful job 
it's of, so true. Of throwing Americans toward the libertarians. Yeah. Uh, that this really is a uh, is a great time. I mean, uh, people know now that a vote for Clinton or a vote for Trump is a wasted vote. Yeah. Um, and uh, well, you've done a million interviews with Glenn. You you know our audience. Mm -hmm. um, can you give an elevator pitch to the people of the Blaze audience? Hey, you know, look at Gary Johnson. Try to consider uh, if some of our problems can be solved by more freedom instead of less. That's it. You're just going, that's like the first floor. That's that was it. the first floor of the elevator pitch. Like, uh, <laughs> that's you know, all you need. That's all you need. Think about that. Yeah. Think, think about, can, can we consider doing it with more freedom? Because there's some stuff you can't do with more freedom. You can't do defense with more freedom. Uh -huh. You can't do courts with more freedom. Mm -hmm. But do you really want to use um, guns to build libraries? Do you really want to use government force to accomplish X? Mm -hmm. And my rule of thumb is I only want the government to use force in situations where I would be willing to use force. So, Penn. If you had a gun, and if you weren't a coward, which are two big ifs, I don't have a gun and I am a coward, <laughs> but if you had a gun and you were not a coward, would you use that gun to stop a murder? My answer is yes. Yes. Would you use that gun to protect your family? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Would you use that gun to stop a rape? The answer is yes. Mm -hmm. Would you use that gun um, to make sure that somebody decorated a cake they didn't want to decorate? I don't know. Would I scream at that person? Would I never go to their store again? Would I do everything I could to put them out of business? Yeah. Might not use a gun. No, I don't think so. Um, would you use a gun to build a library? I will give you benefits. I'll play my guitar. I'll do card tricks. Sure. I'll, uh, I'll rent a billboard. I'll tell you, I'll give money. I don't think so. Because it is always at the end of it. How important, how important, is, how important is art? I love art. I think it's really important. Um, would I use a it, Would I use a gun to pay to get someone paid to make the art that I like the most? I don't think so. No. Now the hard one for me, the really hard one for me, uh, is NASA. Would you use a gun to fulfill the most important dreams that humans have ever had? No. But I'm sure hoping rich guys will. <laughs> I mean, I'm hoping not to use guns. They, they will do something. Um, that was a weird thing to advocate, that rich guys should start shooting people for Yeah, for that's our... been going on fine. Yeah. They can do that without me. <laughs> um, but it's, uh, it's, uh, it's an interesting... Uh, that is it in a nutshell. Yeah. Now, Gary Johnson draws that line in different places. Yeah, well, he, I was going to ask you about the Nazi cake thing that happened in one of the debates, mm -hmm. which, I, I mean, I couldn't believe as a libertarian you would, you would want to force someone... But... I understand where he's coming from, but it's... Self-driving cars. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you want to save the most people in the world, yeah. you don't try to stop war, you don't try to stop terrorism, you don't get more food. Mm -hmm. You build self-driving cars. Mm -hmm. That'll save the most lives you can possibly save now. Yeah. When you talk to people about self-driving cars, they forget. someone will always say, what if a squirrel right. is flying this high in the air, yeah. and he comes in and there's a moose... And then there's a little kid who crawls out in front of the tire at the same time, and that little kid is wearing camo. Right, that could happen. And you go, uh, I don't know what we do. They go, ah, see, not safe. Right, yeah. It's the same thing with libertarianism. Uh, 
what if these people don't want to decorate a cake for a game? Well, there's, listen, there's one guy that doesn't want to. Right. There's one guy. <laughs> yes. And we take that one guy and we go, oh, uh, you don't want to, uh, yeah, let me, let me do the cake thing today. I'll, what, how do I have to do it? I'll, I'll draw it on there and you go, you go be pious somewhere. Right. I mean, you've got to be careful that you don't attack ideology really matters and purity really matters. But we also have to remember not compromise for cynical reasons, but a little bit of just love for other people. Just kind of going, listen, gay guys, walk away from this store. Listen, cake guy, just make the cake. Yeah. If you guys, I mean, I, yeah. if you guys can't do that, then then guess what? Uh, I'll make you the cake. Yeah. I mean, look, I I'm making the cake. Yeah. Right. But if he, if someone says it really, you know, it violates what they believe, they should be able to say, look, you know, I've sold you cakes before. When you come in and buy them off the shelf like everybody else, you're asking for a specific cake. My art is to make cakes, and you're asking me to make art uh, you know, for something that I don't believe in. Again, I make the cake, but I don't think the government should be forcing this guy to make the cake. Uh, yeah, but what again? We're self-driving cars. Yeah, this okay. is the squirrel flying into the moose. <laughs> it, could happen, it could happen, man. It could happen. Absolutely, it could happen. Oh. And absolutely, we have to deal with that. Yeah. But first, let's stop using the government to take money from poor people and give it to rich people. Or let's the other stop. way around. Well, they, that's a tiny problem. Yes. Okay. You know, the safety net of welfare, even though we spend a lot of money, it's a tiny problem. It's going the other way that's the problem. Let's stop killing people we don't have to kill. Mm-hmm. Let's, uh, you know, let's do all the stuff that we all know is right. Right. You know what I mean? We've got, you put Gary Johnson in power, okay? Mm -hmm. The first three years of his presidency, you don't have one argument with him. (laughs) Okay? And And then year four is going to get a little... And then year four, there's stuff like, I don't want that guy to have to do the cake. And we get another candidate who comes up and goes, I'm going to do this. Now the guy does this. We'll make that decision there. But... Right away, we can stop crony capitalism like that. Mm-hmm. You know, all you can do is make the government smaller and your corruption goes yeah. away automatically. Yep. If there's not money to steal, people won't try to steal it. Done. He's good. He's fun. He is. Uh, he's smart. I, I'm not sure I understand the flying squirrel was, uh, the first one, and child yeah, and camo the, analogy. The first analogy with the, I with, got. With the self-driving car, because the self-driving car just stops. Well, not if it doesn't have time It doesn't hit stop. any of them. His right. point it was, was not that safe for it's going to be safe 99.9% of the time, but there could be some weird outlying situation in which right. it can't handle it. Plus, squir- squirrels, no, but as a rule, don't you're, fly. You're missing well, the point. Squirrels are. run across streets. Yeah, but there are flying and, squirrels. And they'll just get squished by the car. The car's not going to stop for them. But the kid or the moose is so big that the car will just stop. Yeah, but it would, if it's too close, it doesn't have time to stop. Uh-huh. The point is, there's an outlying situation that 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 the driving self-driving cars can't handle. There's something. Well, well make a choice. I mean, that's true of like a person driving it too. Exactly. Yes, that's his point. That's his point. That's so. his point. In, in reality, the self-driving car would actually help this overall situation yeah. immeasurably. Yeah. But people focus on the one outlying situation. But him using that yeah. analogy on the cake. Yeah, I because uh, I think he, you know, again, the guy's not a religious guy, obviously, and I don't think he looks at it as no. He's an atheist. He's yeah. He's a you know straight out atheist. In case you don't know, um, make the cake. So you know, he his point is, I think he's actually with us 
on the cake. No, I think he is. Um, and, and I think at one point in his life, he wouldn't have been. Right. But I think now he is. But I think his point is with Gary Johnson, he might be wrong on the cake, but look at the whole package. You're doing things like shrinking government and, and, and things like right. that. So right. you deal with a couple of his the issues. The whole package with Gary Johnson, though, That's the he's problem. really not There's too many shrinking violations. government. He sucks. So that interview, what, what god-awful show was that on? Is that the wonderful world of Stu? And thank you for asking, Jeff. We're there at uh, 8 p.m. on The Blaze on Fridays. And by the way, this Friday, we're going to be doing a Gary Johnson-related monologue. Oh, good. Uh, in which we ask him questions Very from. Excited. I didn't ask about that. I asked about what that interview was from. Thank you. <laughs> First of all, you're on the show all the time. Second of all, I hate you. Hate's right. a strong word. It's a strong word. Uh, in some cases, it's weak. Uh, the fact is, your current phone car- carrier is using your money to undermine your beliefs. I don't want I hate him to. to break that I don't you. want him to. This is not like the squirrel flying into the moose with the kid in the camouflage climbing under the tire. This Why is the kid wearing camouflage? Is what I want to know. Just so you can't see him. And then uh, that's stupid. So the kid specifically put on camel that day so a car would not see him? No. Yes. No. Wow, weird. Can we talk about this part of the break and go back is to the Is the squirrel talking? wearing camel or is the squirrel naked? The squirrel doesn't need naked. to wear camel. Squirrel. It's already camel. The, squirrel, the flying squirrel is naked? The squirrel was quite visible. Okay. Um, <laughs> so you shouldn't spend a lot of money ah. on a cell phone ah. that gives the, your money to uh, uh, a progressive nothing. cause. Is that what you're saying to me? Yeah, I mean, you ruined it. But yes. Well, what if the, what if there's a, a self-driving car? <laughs> okay, let's start this over. <clears throat> hey, did you know that a lot of phone companies uh, will give your money to causes you don't believe in? Patriot Mobile solves that problem. You know mm-hmm. why? Why? Because they give your money to conservative causes you do believe in, and I can tell you, I, like I can that. promise you, I like you that believe a lot. them. Mm-hmm. I can promise you. Because you are going to be the one choosing the organization the money goes to. Yeah. Uh, NRA, if you want. Yeah. Uh, Freedom Works, if you want, it's it's a it's a great company. Um, that's true, and they have all the the uh, features that you want from your company, uh, your phone company, nationwide talk and text with high speed 4G LTE data, competitive prices, um, and also they're going to give you all the cool phones and stuff. They will not give you the Samsung Seven Note, which might explode. That is one of their policies. They try to give you phones that don't explode. Okay, but, uh, but the iPhone they, 7, which doesn't explode, they probably... They will give you that. Yeah, you can um, give them you that. And we even talk about this, Jeffy. This is a very Jeffy-esque uh, conversation. Um, do you have the iPhone, uh, the uh, Samsung Note 7 yet? I do not. And if you don't, you get can it. I get it for you? You should get it. Can yeah, I get you maybe 10 or 20 of them <laughs> to sleep with? I, I, 10 or 20? Yeah. But, I mean, the reason that... They're bad as they explode. Yeah, oh, that's media don't hype. Don't think about it too much. Media hype. But then, you get the same quality service. You get the latest <laughs> and greatest phones, the ones that don't explode. And if you're in a contract and you got one of those termination, early termination fees, uh, they'll pay up to $350 in those fees to switch back yeah. to them. And a mobile company that supports conservative values you believe in. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. Or call them at 877-367-7524. Call them from your Samsung Note 7 before it explodes. 877-367-7524. PatriotMobile.com slash Blaze. mentioned the Samsung situation, new Samsung 7. <clears throat> they, Samsung issued a statement yesterday asking its customers to immediately power down their Galaxy Note 7 smartphones 
because they've been spontaneously bursting See, into that's flame. what I was trying to tell you. You wanted me to get like 20 of them and sleep well, with them and something like... And that's a dumb idea. But I did get you a, a Samsung 7 Note blanket, um, which is completely made up of the phones that I wanted you How to How cool do. is that? Yeah, it's great. I mean, no, there's, it's the only one in the world, and I wanted you to sleep on it. You should sleep by yourself that night. And maybe go to a... If you turn them all on, you'll be nice and warm. Right, exactly. Mm. It's like an electric blanket. That's great. Plus, great. there's a warm glow that acts as a nightlight. Um, mm. And when it really starts getting hot, yeah. just But it know. said here that they, let's see, so they could ah, have been spontaneous. Yeah, they burst into flame. Fire. Is that what InfoWars telling you that? Come on, you can't believe that. You can't In addition, that. the South Korean technology company said it will ask all carrier and retail partners globally to stop yeah. sales and exchanges yeah, of, of the phone, a move that comes one day after halting production of the flammable devices. Wow, what happened with these? And how I many don't people, know. How many times has it happened? Um, I guess a lot. I mean, and really? what happened yeah. was they fixed it or got replacement phones, sent them out, and then they started exploding. So now they're and like, specifically right. uh, one wow. happened on an airplane, which threw really it, threw it, everybody into a tailspin. Yeah, I mean he was on the he was on the plane. They exited the plane. They shut down everything. Right. Burned a little hole in the carpet on the plane. Did they? Uh, so has anybody anybody been hurt by this? Or eh, I, don't I, I, I don't think they've been Maybe seriously hurt. I mean, yeah, I mean That's people good. had some in their pockets and stuff, but still, uh, right, it's not, not good. good. Yeah, and it's like it's the same thing we talked about with uh, Blue Bell ice cream. Like you right. have, there's one in, instance mm-hmm. where you like, get that chance. Like you get that chance to like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna fix it and send it back out. And you get it wrong again, you're in, you know you you better pull the whole thing off the market. Which is what and that's they what did. Blue Bell had to do, and that's what Samsung. Unfortunately, uh, Samsung you know has some other products that uh, you know I don't know how that's going to affect the sales of those other products. Mm. Uh, you know, with people doubting, ooh, do I want the new, the other Samsung? Yeah, I, I mean, because Samsung really had moved itself into a pretty you even technology battle with iPhone, and that like mm-hmm. a lot of people like the Samsung better. Uh, yeah, um, and uh, you know, where Apple really kind of owned owned it for a while, um, really Samsung had put itself in that category, and and at some point, some people really like it better. And and now, I mean, they came the same on the market. Samsung used to be garbage, and They've really, uh, not now. I mean, really not close now. become. Hell, I got a Samsung washer. An elite company now. Washer and dryer. Yeah. You mean, know? The TVs Their are, like, TVs the most expensive are the best on the market. They're yeah. better than Sony. Hmm. The TVs, uh, in in many cases, are better even than Sony's. I, I tell you, we looked at wash. When, last time we bought washer and dryers, the best one was the Samsung models, man. Oh, really? They're great, yeah. Wow. So, I mean, they're. Hmm. I don't know how it will. Obviously, the phone sales are going to have to go down. Right, because I have the five, and I've been wanting that new seven, and I'm like, you know, no, this one's good. No, go ahead and get get it. Get it. Get it now. Swim in a pool of them. Hurry before they're gone. Go get one. You can probably get them cheap now because because of this 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 BS issue. Just get oh, make sure it's fully charged. It's hardly ever happened. Yeah, I doubt it's what, ever happened. What four to five hundred thousand times? That's hardly. Yeah. Think <laughs> how many phones there are. Don't worry about it, Jeffy. Um, this is uh, something you can do with your Samsung when you get it. Uh, apparently, and then this is one of those stories that to me feels fake. Uh, a man has, has uh, told the Independent in in, uh, in the UK. That he spends a thousand pounds, what was that, fifteen hundred dollars or so, mm-hmm. a year on mundane fake girlfriend texts. He's the name is Ben. He's a twenty-eight-year-old software worker. Pays a hundred dollars every month for his favorite Snapchatter to send him photos, messages, and emails. He's one of the growing number of people that paying for attention and nothing more 
from uh, people who are on Snapchat and are minor stars on Snapchat. Um, he doesn't demand nude pictures or racy messages. He just gets vanilla and mundane communications. In the morning, I might get a Snapchat selfie with good morning, baby. Um, later in the day, she might uh, message me on Kick, which I guess is a messaging app. Jeffy, you probably know this from your I just want to say that I apologize for not knowing that I could do this. So <laughs> right now I'm saying that if you want me to text you every day on Snapchat for $100 a month, I'm here for you. Yeah, that's and the weird wow, thing is watch he actually will you. take your money for that and do it. Uh, yeah, he would. <laughs> yes, he would. I, if we actually launched that as a business Imagine right now, the overwhelming response he's going to be getting. <laughs> How many people can we get to sign up for Look, you'll have to ask me more than once if you want, you know, topless shots. But <laughs> I might, I might do, I might, I might do it for more money. You know, if Wait, it was really? 150 so the, a month. So the restriction is you have to ask multiple <laughs> times and to, to get pay them. more and pay more and You're pay not, more. So you have to ask at least twice and pay more and pay a little yeah. bit more. <laughs> so the first time, if they and, ask you, no, I can't do What that. if they ask you the first time with money? Oh no, no problem. <laughs> Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents do it coming up in a minute. That's weird, man. I don't. I don't want anyone. I don't want anyone I really know to text me. Right? <laughs> Stay away. Uh, yeah. I mean, is it because he knew Jeffy? I don't think so, but uh, probably. Uh, Blaine Gabbert has <coughs> lost his starting job, and Colin Kaepernick will be rewarded. Seriously? His, oh, you've got to be uh, kidding me. His wonderful wow. protest Mr. Neal during the uh, national anthem is going to Just start. start. Mm-hmm. Kaepernick is back. That sucks. Uh, that's too bad. So Man. I mean, I guess, uh, you know. Uh, Highway robbery for Blaine Gabbert. Highway robbery. He actually robbery. had played okay in some of those games. And that's what Blaine does. <laughs> and that's what Blaine does. Yeah. He plays great for a couple of downs in a couple of games. And you think Blaine Gabbert is wonderful. Yeah. When when I had seen him play, uh, I actually, I, I honestly thought he was one of the worst quarterbacks I'd ever seen in my life. In, in the NFL. And then... Uh, at the start of this year, he played against uh, who did they play against in the first game, and they beat him twenty-eight nothing, I think. Um, and he looked really good. Yeah. He looked like you know Joe Montana with yep. a stronger arm in that game. He looked like Dan Marino that game. Yeah. And, and he did, he did look like uh, those players uh, when he played at, at, at Missouri as well. Um, once in a while, uh, ever so often, yes. Yeah. Yeah, the, he's inconsistent. I, I don't, very inconsistent. I don't know what the deal is with him. Very. He gets, he gets lackadaisical out there. Pretty soon it's interceptions and the game's over and you lost. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not a positive that's frustrating. <laughs> no. Uh, all right. From Flavor Wire, the scariest movie monsters of all time. Number five. We got five of them. Uh, the Descent. You see that, Chevy? That was a movie. Was released. Uh, so. so obviously he has. I've heard right? good things about that as a horror movie, but I've never, I've never heard of it. it. It's like a, the something. Descent? Yeah, it looked. Uh, yeah, I mean, my looked, wife loves so all these stupid movies, man. Oh, you're, not a, you're not really a horror movie guy. No, I'm not. I, I was forced to watch them for a long time, and huh. she likes them, so I'd catch them a little bit here and there. But they're, you know, some of them are okay. 
Well, I know you love you love. Yeah, it, I like right? horror movies, and this one's supposed to be really scary, but I've never actually pulled the trigger on it. Yeah. Um, so that's number Interesting. five. I, Part of what makes the uh, subterranean creature is so scary is that we don't see it for most of the movie, but when we finally get a glimpse of the monster deep inside the caves, it's a face we won't soon forget. That's what I like, is because a lot of times the scary, if it's a monster or an alien, and they show it too soon, it's almost always cheesy and stupid. And you're like, eh, come on. Uh, and the sign, signs. signs yeah. That one yeah. was like that for me. Because, you know, usually M. Night Shyamalan kind of keeps you guessing. But he revealed the alien so fast in signs that I was like, God, it's stupid. The twist in that one, though, was not the alien, right? The twist on that one was uh, the water. Is that Mel Gibson? Right, yeah. It wasn't like, because yeah. she had that weird problem with, like, putting water all over the place or something. And his daughter did. Yeah, and then, yeah. And then what turned out with the, what turned yeah, out to be the, the deal? That, I don't remember. That, it. that was the thing that saved them in the end. I can't remember. Exactly yeah, the water killed the alien or something. I remember liking the movie actually. Uh, I that it seemed a pretty successful movie too. Oh, it's huge! It was a huge yeah. movie. Yeah, huge movie. Um, uh, but I, that is one of the key things, and it's why sequels uh, have a rough go of it because mm-hmm. y- you watch a whole movie and you can watch the whole thing, and, it's, and not, the anticipation of the reveal of the monster is the is the thing that sells the movie. And then the second one, when you already know what the monster looks like. It's it's much more difficult. I think that's one of the one of the secrets of um, uh, American Horror Story that the series, um, uh, because uh, it it changes every every single season's a whole new storyline. So you, you're, you, they can still have you guessing at what might be coming, uh, and I think that's part of the effectiveness of it. Um, Invasion of the Body Snatchers Good comes movie. in at number four. I don't mm, seventy eight. I think wow. nineteen seventy eight somewhere in there. Uh, creatures yeah. that look like your loved ones or neighbors. They're yeah. dead. Yeah. That's a, that's They're all one. dead. You know, what, you know what's really scary is little children who are evil. Yes. <laughs> e- evil children. That's, that's scary evil for children. some reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, number three, Jaws. <laughs> Jaws was kind of spooky. He was a... And the then I saw... Time? Have you guys seen The Shallows? You, oh, you're talking... You started oh, yeah, telling us just... about this and you didn't finish. You didn't like it? <laughs> no. I no, like really? It, it, got, uh, it was like years. a cheesier Jaws. Uh, it just—it was silly. It was stupid. Why? What was the problem? Maybe it was just me. I don't know. But uh, what was the issue? Like, if you had to describe the issue, well, the, first of all, the shark was about three thousand feet long, and uh, uh, that's 3, a big shark. Three thousand feet. Yeah, it it's was a about shark. a three thousand foot shark. It's it was big, a big shark. It's, a, it's on the bigger side. <laughs> it's on the bigger so side. So it's hard to miss. It was about the size of the Dallas-Fort Worth area. <laughs> okay. And uh, and this thing had a voracious appetite. Uh, I mean, it was literally, it ate, uh, I don't know, 80 people? And just <laughs> stayed in the area, circling and circling and waiting for that last morsel who is, uh, what's her face? You know, the, the hot chick in the yeah. movie, Blake, Blake Lively. Um, a lot of people have so, been waiting for a bite of that. Yeah, well, he, he, he figured that was going to be worth it. He wanted that, a taste of that. Uh, it was like Donald Trump out there circling and circling and waiting for her. <laughs> Thank and, you. Come on, and calculating. And it's like, I, I don't like these movies where, like a Jaws what was it? Jaws for this time. It's, it's personal. personal. <laughs> it's personal between the shark and the family. 
<laughs> yeah, it's so personal. He actually moves from New Jersey to Bermuda yeah. to chase the family down yeah. there. Moved in next door, and they didn't even know it. <laughs> How the hell did he know they moved to Bermuda? And he followed them there. He could smell them in the water. This bag. was the same shark. Okay. The same kind yeah, of shark. Right. That it does not sound good. Stupid. Uh, number two, Alien. Now, I... Oh, the first it, one was great. Alien was really good. I, yeah. Aliens was really good. Yeah. Um, I th- the, after that, kind of got a little bit, uh, I don't know, I was not, not Cheesy, a fan. Stupid. But I, the first one was, I thought, solid. Uh, Space. Yeah. No one can hear you scream. It's a good tagline. Is that true, do you think? But again, another know. one where you're waiting for the reveal. Like, the whole time, you don't yeah. see Alien, you don't see yeah, that monster time. for almost all of it. Long time. Um, and then you eventually do. And you want yeah. to. And you want, you want to, to really bad. bad. Yeah. yeah. And the thing, I, you know, I gotta say, I don't remember the uh, scariest movie monster the of all thing? time. The thing, mm. no. no, the thing contains all the best science fiction and horror elements. Uh, its creature, like that in Invasion of the Body Snatchers, assimilates and looks like the people and animals it absorbs. Ooh, that's kind of like Jeffy. It absorbs. He, he, he eats cows and yes, he assimilates the look. <laughs> But that would See what he's that saying there? I... Yeah, you look like <laughs> as fat as a cow. <laughs> I love, I love how you like act like you don't understand what I'm doing. Like, wait a minute, but that wait, would seem hold like. It. Wait, you're saying that I would yeah. look like a cow? <laughs> I love it. All right, we gotta take a break because we want to look like cows, and that, therefore we're gonna eat lots of candy on spoons. Yay! Uh, new taste tests coming up in just a moment. Back with more. It's for science. It's fatness for science. That's how dedicated we are. We don't want to do it. Somebody just get. No, you don't get to eat all of them. I'm not going to eat any of them. It's a Halloween candy time on spoons. Uh, get some new. Why did you just put that in your pocket? Why did you put more? Okay, here's what we have. Now you could say, "Hey, why don't you take it out of the bag before before the segment?" Well, we didn't do that. Just screw you. Uh, here's what we have. Okay, we have Kit Kat Darkness. Ooh. Okay, Kit Kat so Darkness. I believe dark is a dark chocolate. chocolate. Huh? You've got a Kit Kat Triple Chocolate. Orange-colored Halloween Kit, 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 Kit Kats. And three Muscafeers. Oh, ah, nice. So they changed the name and left the thing the same. Nice. Yeah. Start, start one of those Muscafeers. So this is a spooky red nougat uh, in the... Spooky red nougat. <laughs> ah, that nougat scared the hell out of me. Toss me a Muscafeer. Look at how, how scary that is. So I guess it's a strawberry nougat. I got a limb. Say that it is the exact same, the same taste, mm-hmm. just red. Down it's not even a strawberry taste, no. which you would hope for, because I think they have strawberry three musketeers. Yeah, uh, but that's not one of them. Okay, mm. this is just regular three musketeers with the red. Musketeer. So if you're going to buy three musketeers around Halloween, Dumb. you might want to buy that. Buy that, but that's fine. I think that might be the same case here. That's good though. Kit Kat with the orange, yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a Halloween Kit Kat. Not that I've had these at the house. What? Anyway, here you go. This is what they look like. Uh, you got the uh, orange look color. Look at that. There you go. Look at that. They're orange! But I think it's just... 
There's not an orange taste to them. They're orange! <laughs> yeah, I mean, Look! It's a miracle! They're orange! I would say that that's just um, um, like maybe a white chocolate Kit Kat, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, yeah. That's just flavor orange. I mean, it's pretty good because candy's good. Now, there's not like a huge innovation there. Uh-uh. You got a couple others here. Um, this is a triple chocolate Kit Kat. Do you have Ooh, these, Shepard? No. You trying them? I'm going to fire up one of the bad boys. Okay. Notice I have not dropped Triple chocolate. No. So is there chocolate instead of the so, wafer? Yeah, so what you have here is instead of, it's a chocolate wafer with chocolate cream and chocolate on the outside. Oh. Hmm. Mm. Okay. You know what good with this? Milk. <laughs> Why did you beat me to the punch? Milk. I was saving it for the for the owl. Were you? Because you know it's Pretty true. Good. I want to thank everyone, too, who tweets me pictures of cookies and candy <laughs> and restaurants all over America saying, Hey, Jeffy, you know what go good with this? Milk. <laughs> I got it. By the way, keep doing it. Um, Kit Kat right. Darkness. This is a, a, a dark chocolate. Did you like Kit Kat. the triple chocolate? I liked it a lot. It tastes um, a lot like the regular Kit Kat, but it's, you know, it's good. I like Kit Kats. Mm-hmm. Now, the dark oh, chocolate, the dark I'm not chocolate a huge fan of. No, you, you don't get one of those? Nobody invited you. You want dark chocolate? Yeah. Of course he wants a dark chocolate. That's that's. I'm not saying anything about... <laughs> Jeffy was, but I wasn't. I'm smooth. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think my favorite of this batch is going to be these puppies. The uh, the triple chocolates. I like them. You try that one, Ant? Maybe I'm triple chocolate. Try triple chocolate. Though. Yeah, I don't like the dark chocolate. That's, that's not good. Yeah, dark chocolate's too... No offense. And I like dark chocolate, but... No offense, Lawrence. But I don't like dark chocolate. <laughs> Are you holding it up to your face? <laughs> <laughs> this has nothing to do with us. Look, you can't even see the candy bar. That's it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was camouflaged. It was couldn't camouflaged. Even see it. <laughs> couldn't even see it. I think a That's good weird. thing to do would maybe go to commercial early. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Fortunately, he did it. All right. Well, right. Just, you know. well, I was just uh, helping. You know what's delicious about this is that it's candy. I know. You know what we need to do? We need. We were just discussing this off the air. We need a new rating system for spoons. Yes. So you yes. Them. We're thinking of a, a scale of one to eighteen. <laughs> as being, one, two, three, eighteen. Right. It's as good as milk. <laughs> that's like that's like the grand nozzle of the douche hall of fame. As good as milk. milk. <laughs> By the way, I got a new douche for y'all Hall of Fame. A new douche Hall of Fame member? Morris is, uh, what do you have? Sean Hannity. Oh, uh, no, no, no. Oh, my. I, I said we should no, go to break honey. early. Did I? I yes, you to did. Break early. You should always go with your guts, y'all. too. Bye-bye. See you later. Good night, everybody. Always go with your guts. <laughs>